This week's episode deals with subjects such as... Michaela, stop laughing. It's serious. This week's episode deals with content such Dharma, stop laughing. <laughs> hey, Smuts. This week, we talk about taboo sex and suicide. So if that doesn't float your boat, feel free to click next. Love you. That was great. That was so good. So we just decided that if we get 1,000 Patreons by the end of season two, Dharma will shave her head but leave her bangs and one disgusting rat tail. So if you want to see this done, what if this has to happen? What if if this happens? (laughs) Okay, I want to amend this and say that I'll just shave my head. No, that's so boring. Okay, okay. Well, you'll do that look and then take a photo of it and then you can just shave your head. Yeah, that's okay, fine. perfect. That works. Yeah. Outrageous. Okay, so get on it, what smuts. What if we get a thousand? What if we have a thousand distinguished patrons? That's a lot. Oh my God, I'm not wearing rings. I can't continue without my rings. You were doing just fine. You were doing no, just bad fine. luck. <laughs> Since when is it bad luck? I've never heard this out of your it's mouth my before. Thing. I just haven't talked about it. But if I'm not wearing my rings, it means that I... In the seven years that I have known you, you have never once expressed that it's, it's a bad thing. luck. It's a thing. Well, it's like how basketball players don't wash their socks or whatever during playoffs. That's a thing? That's a thing, yeah. They do gross things because life. Sports. Anyways, welcome, smuts and smutsets. Smutsets. To- <laughs> To another episode of Not Your Mother's Book Club. That was a bad harmony. It was awful, but it was beautiful. There's beauty in the ugly. You're beautiful. It's true. You're beautiful. That's what he sounds like. You're beautiful. But he has like a higher voice. So it's like, you're beautiful. (laughs) You're beautiful. It's like someone squeezing your balls. It's true. You're beautiful. I saw your first in a crowded place. As cool as Not Your Mother's Book Club. No. Welcome back. We are going to get down to business, read that sexy book for you, and give you an orgasm. So are you ready? No. No. <laughs> wasn't right that wasn't it <laughs> um, um how are you doing today this is the book i brought for- <laughs> <laughs> nothing to say i asked I have- you how your fucking day was <laughs> oh my god i thought you said what do you have for us today no oh, okay 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 i said how how was your day how was uh, your day we live together so i already know but how was your day <laughs> my day was good i just curled up in the sun on our couch like a cat like a cat there was this beautiful ray of sunshine i tried taking a couple selfies in it but it didn't really work it never does no you're always like oh the lighting's so good and then like all of your pimples are highlighted because the sun said this is why you're ugly yeah (laughs) it's like it sets over the craters on the moon yes craters on the moon (laughs) (laughs) how was your day what did you do 
I made some tomato soup. She sure did. And I ate some bread with it. And it was great. I did some editing. And here we are. Now I'm finding all of the Let's Have a Quickie content, which all of you should just do my work for me and send in your own homewritten erotica. Do it. We ask you every week and nobody ever does it. You're like just not pulling your weight in this. And I don't understand. This is a two-way relationship. We're not asking you for much. We're just asking you to dig deep into your soul, find a creative seed that's bound to be inside you somewhere and let it grow and put it onto a page and make us come. It's not that hard. It's not that much to ask, really. No. So just do it. Get a piece of paper out. Write down something sexy so that I can read it to Dharma. Thank you. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> You're going to be such a scary mother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Anyway, speaking of mothers, this is the book I had this week. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. It has nothing to do with Mother's Day. Is this a Mother's Day episode? No. No, it's not. Oh, okay. Let me grab the book. This one is also Instagram famous. Oh, okay. This author has a bunch of books and Mm. everyone seems to love her. Okay. But all her sex is taboo. You know what? Taboo is in, though. It's It really isn't. When you go onto porn websites, it's yeah. everywhere. Everyone is, like, into weird taboo sex. Yeah. So we want dark smut, we want fairy porn, and we want taboo. And you know what? All of our book Instagram suggestions have all done very well. Ice Planet Barbarian, 9.5. Priest, a 10. Our one and only 10. The so, never before heard of. We never thought we'd get there, but the priest... Father Bell, there's a poster of him on my ceiling. You mean he's just God? (laughs) Yes, it's just a picture of Jesus holding the cross. The power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. That's what I say when I orgasm. Orgasm? Great. That's awesome. (laughs) Okay, the book I have for us this week is called Credence. Ooh. By Penelope Douglas. Okay. It's a Let very, me see this book. <laughs> it's a very discreet cover. You wouldn't think it's yeah. a sexy book. No, it, it looks like a book that I would read. It looks like a thriller. Okay, so we've got a nice pine forest yeah. with mist. It kind of looks like something from Twilight. It's totally Twilight. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. It's a big book. She's a hefty girl. It's a thick lady. Thick lady. This book... You wouldn't think it, but it's quite dirty. Okay. All right. Great. Um, it's taboo. I'm kind of scared. I don't... When when I think of taboo, I think of like sex with your stepmom. Like that's always... That's like the popular porn category that I would think taboo. Did I hit it? Did I hit the nail on the thing? I'm just going to read Did I back. nail it? Did I <laughs> Did pin the tail on... On the nail? <laughs> this is the back. Okay. Tiernan de Haas doesn't care about anything anymore. Okay, same. <laughs> the world is at war. Everyone's dying. Zombies are coming. The cl- the earth is going to implode. Yeah. We're all going to get radiation poisoning. I don't care either. Get the flu vox. I don't care anymore. Get the flu vox. Buy the flu vox. <laughs> yeah. Kennedy, we're looking at you. Kennedy, go buy the flu vox. Buy the flu vox. Just buy them. The world is ending. Go buy the shoes. 
Go buy the $400 shoes. Yeah. Dharma stole my joke. I said that earlier today. Yeah, you did. She's making it her own, but I said it first. As we've established, all I do is repeat what Michaela says. Yes. (laughs) The only child of a film producer and his starlet wife, she's grown up with wealth and privilege, but not love or guidance. (laughs) You don't have a father or a bank account. (laughs) That's a line from Bratz the movie. And if you don't know that reference, fix yourself. Go watch that movie. It's so outrageous. The girls are fighting. They're like, your lip gloss, it's gross. Your hair is disgusting. And then one girl just goes, you don't have a dad or a bank account. Ruthless. So rude. Where does she get the audacity? She's a brat. (laughs) Yeah. Also, only an only child with no love. That doesn't exist. That's for Tiernan. It doesn't. When you're an only child, you are the only thing. Usually they're attention whores. <laughs> okay, well, in this instance, oh, is she-, she wasn't loved. Her parents neglected her. I don't believe your pain. Tiernan. What's her name? <laughs> Tiernan. Tiernan. That's kind of a cool name. I like Yeah. Her. I have a, a male like friend Tiernan. with that name. Oh. Yeah. Sounds like a name from Game of Thrones. Mm. Isn't there someone in Game of Thrones named something like that? I don't remember. But I'm just going to say I disagree with you. I think there's lots of only childs that are neglected. Great. Okay. (laughs) Shipped off to boarding schools from an early age, it was still impossible to escape the loneliness and carve out a life of her own. The shadow of her parents' fame followed her everywhere. And when they suddenly pass away, she knows she should be devastated. But has anything really changed? She's always been alone, hasn't she? Oh, that's sad. How did they die? Are you going to tell us later? I will tell you later. Jake Vanderberg, her father's stepbrother and her only living relative, assumes guardianship of Tiernan, who is still two months shy of 18. (sighs) This is setting it up for something weird. Sent to live with him and his two sons, Noah and Caleb, in the mountains of Colorado, Tiernan soon learns that these men now have a say in what she chooses to care and not care about anymore. Ew. As the three of them take her under their wing, teach her to work, and survive in the remote woods far away from the rest of the world, she slowly finds her place among them and as a part of them. Oh, no. (laughs) And she also realizes that lines blur and rules become easy to break when no one else is watching. One of them has her, the other one wants her, but he, he's going to keep her. I think we all know where this is going. (laughs) Opinions? Thoughts? On incense? (laughs) (laughs) Despair? On on despair? On incest? I don't, I don't know. Okay, well, I guess it all depends if it's consensual. Like, I feel I feel like usually, because I like to watch documentaries that are about, like, I abductions. I thought you were about to say, I like to watch stepbrother porn. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. And no. I was like, <laughs> okay. No, that's not my thing. No. No, I like to watch documentaries that are about, like, pretty fucked up things. Mm. Um, It's probably not healthy, but I watch them. She watches things. Yeah. And so whenever there's incest brought up, like, that's where my brain goes. It goes to, like, abducted in plain sight, like, that documentary, or just, like, really messed up 
things that underage people yeah like older people are taking advantage of younger kids and like manipulating them into giving them consent and then grooming them and all that crazy bullshit so reading the back of that book i was like stress stress <laughs> like i just finished watching the r kelly documentary the michael jackson documentary all of the things yikes <laughs> so I don't know. That's where my brain's at. But this is such a huge kink for people. Yes. I don't really think people would act on it, but it's just the fact that it's unheard of and that it's taboo and it's bad. Yeah, it's a fantasy for sure. So I understand where this book fits into people's sex fantasies. I don't know. How do you feel? You've read it, but... I read it. Yeah. Like, when the... It's hard because if it's just said like once and then it's like a situation looming over them you know if it's like i'm going to live with my step uncle but then it's never like mentioned again that he's her step uncle Mm -hmm. then maybe it could be easy to forget and like get lost and like enjoy the storyline yeah but when that person is constantly reminding the relative that they are indeed relatives then there's a fine line. Yeah. Then when it's, they call each other cousin. Yeah. And uncle. In the middle of a sex act. I don't know. I forget if it's in the middle of a sex act, but in mm. their everyday life, Tiernan is constantly being reminded that Jake is her uncle and Noah and Caleb are her cousins. Mm. And they're also very controlling of her. I'm just saying that out right now. Yeah. They're very controlling of her. And she does her best to stick it to the man. But when she, you're alone in a cabin with three hunky men, what can you do about it? Well, and it's interesting how you say hunky because, like, if this was, like, an 80-year-old, really gross, creepy guy and, Again, like, two creepy say, cousins, yes. it would not be sexy. No. But put some abs on them and nicely groomed facial hair. And suddenly it's a fantasy. Yeah. This is, like, Fifty Shades of Grey. If he lived in a cabin and was old and creepy, it wouldn't be a fantasy. Yeah. But he does the same actions, but he's a billionaire with abs. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's sexual. And you're like, yeah. And I will say the sex is hot in this book. Yeah. You know, I read it and I could understand that, like, yes, the sex is hot. But the taboo subject of step siblings, step family doesn't do it for me. Mm. So, you know, like, I can understand that when I was reading the book, I was like, this sex scene is really hot if he wasn't her step uncle, if he wasn't her cousin yeah well i guess that that just is like a thumbs up to the writer yeah your writing is so good that even someone who doesn't have that fantasy is like yeah okay i'm turned on yeah this is good yeah so i guess good job what what's the name penelope douglas penelope douglas like a douglas fir because there's trees on the cover yes Like a Douglas fir. Yeah. Yeah. What does is... credence mean? Credence? How do you credence. Say it? How do you what does that mean? Credence. I looked it up a while ago when I first read the book. I think it means the belief in something. Mm. You know, like an overall belief in a statement or in a thing. Okay. Let me double check. Hold my mic. Yeah, let's let's look things up and actually let's, give the people Let's fact check. We love fact checking. Credence. Belief in or acceptance of something as true. Hmm. That's interesting. Or a small side table, shelf, or niche in a church for holding the elements of the Eucharist before they are 
consecrate it. That's this one. <laughs> That's it. No, we just want this to be Father Bell, but it's yeah. not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the sentence that they use it in. Psychoanalysis finds little credence among laymen. Hmm. Okay. Well, that sentence wouldn't help majority of people, but <laughs> Very like, what is that sentence? But okay, I understand. I'm trying to put it in the context of this book. These are synonyms. Okay. Acceptance, belief, faith, trust, confidence, reliance, traction. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Okay, okay, so okay, give, give us the lowdown. There's there's a lowdown. This is the second incest book we've done. Yeah, first one was Naughty Boy. Naughty Naughty Boy. And yet again, we were like, this sex is really good. The storyline just makes it a little fucked up. But I maybe it adds to the sexiness. I maybe don't know. maybe subconsciously it adds to the hotness because we as readers mm. know that we shouldn't be liking this. Yeah. You know, maybe it's like a little psychology moment. Yeah. A fourth, breaking the fourth wall moment. Mm. Well, and maybe this one will be better for me because in Naughty Boy, I was like, I have a brother. Yeah. And that's weird. Because like I can put that into context. Not that I don't have cousins and uncles. Yeah. But maybe in my brain, I could be like, oh, it's an uncle that I don't know. Well, that's the thing. I was just thinking that in Naughty Boy, they grew up together, right? Yeah. He like, he's older than her. So he practically... watched her grow up from a child to a thing so they know each other very well yeah whereas for Tiernan these are people she's never heard of before and then she's just shipped off into the boonies to live with these three men who say they're related by marriage okay yeah it's a different situation it's a little bit different yeah I'm going in with an open mind open mind I'm a little stressed but uh semi-closed vagina but we'll see if Penelope opens it up ew Okay, give us the lowdown. This is the lowdown. Okay. First sentence in my notebook. Tiernan's parents kill themselves. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. So they... Both I forget, of them. Oh, yeah. They commit suicide together. Well, she really wasn't loved as a kid. No, she really wasn't. And she, she found their bodies in their bed and they had each downed like a bottle of pills. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she obviously feels super abandoned and unloved and like her whole life they put their careers over her like Mm. she was just like this decoration in their house yeah what do they do her mom is an actress Mm. and her dad is a producer for movies okay so think like angelina jolie and brad pitt and brad pitt yeah like famous okay soup soup's famous Mm. so because she's just shy of 18 she's sent to her closest living relative yes who he also calls her and gives her a choice he's like we can just say that i guardianed you for two months you don't actually have to come and live with me oh okay but here's a plane ticket if you want it Mm. and she's like you know what might as well get out of the city out of the limelight because of course paparazzi yeah she doesn't like it she doesn't like it she's like let me go see these people that i don't know yeah, also, it's your only family left. And yeah. if you're feeling lost, like, yeah. Why not? So there's Jake, who is her dad's stepbrother. There's Noah, who is the younger of his sons. Mm-hmm. And then Caleb, who is the older mm-hmm. of his sons. This is interesting because those are all names from the Bible. <gasps> and Credence said that it's about faith. and. Oh, my God. I don't know. Actually, I don't know if Caleb is in the Bible. Caleb is in the Bible. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. 
Caleb is a biblical name. Yeah, Jacob. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. I'm sometimes I'm smart. I'm very impressed. <laughs> yeah. And they live, just picture like ski town, mountain. They live like an hour out of this small town in a log cabin that they built themselves. They have a big garage where their business is customizing dirt bikes and motorbikes. Mm. And they live in the middle of a forest. And when it snows, they can't go into town. So they're isolated there for five months Mm. when it's snowing. So just picture that. And then this like introverted city girl coming to live with them i kind of love it i would love to live in some like random small town under a mountain if it wasn't my family i'd be all over this fantasy well you could just go live with them you don't have to fuck them but (laughs) you know to each their own to each their own um jake really hates her parents and therefore kind of hates her because he thinks she's spoiled Mm. and a brat and that she can't do anything for herself but really she's just introverted and doesn't really speak her mind Mm. and just like lets the world pass her by because she doesn't care as the back of the book says she doesn't care about anything anymore girl (laughs) but jake hates her parents because he was in love with her mom oh and she looks like her mother and she looks like her mother bing (laughs) <laughs> okay yeah and he, so he hated his stepbrother because he stole her from him yeah okay this is like a snape and harry's father situation harry pewter harry pewter i also just wrote sexual tension with three exclamation points there is sexual tension your notes are hilarious yeah doesn't even put like the full name and then the second, just like they yeah. kill themselves they kill themselves and then the other sentence after this and this is the last sentence just mountain men plus a city girl that is my dream that's my dream this is your dream <laughs> this is me this is your dream i would pay money for you to go and live in a log cabin with four mountain men I think that's prostitution. I am your pimp. We I have think- established this. Just going to pimp me out to the mountain men. Okay, <laughs> I have to if, find them first. If you're a mountain man, please send us an email to notmothersbookclub at gmail.com. Please address it to Mistress Dharma. Yeah. Because all inquiries on Michaela's sex life go through me. Yeah. You have to go through me before you get in her. This is kind of accurate, though, because every time, every guy that I meet that I'm like talking to or I go on a date with, they always want to meet Dharma. And it's so weird. Like this has happened twice to me where I've been fooling around with a guy on the couch or in my bedroom. Dharma will come home from work and they'll stop what they're doing and be like, I think I should go say hi to her. (laughs) I'm like stressed. And I'm like, yeah, we can, I guess. (laughs) So then we'll like, Put a piece of clothing back on and go out into the hallway and ambush Dharma. Be like, hi, how are you? I also know when Michaela's on her dates. So I come home knowing that she's probably getting frisky. So when the guys come out of her room tussled, I'm like, I don't want this as much as Michaela doesn't want this. Like (laughs) these men are thrusting themselves upon both of us. It's hilarious. It's really funny. Even like, guys that I don't have like a sexual relationship with, but have like a crush on me, they're all like, I got to meet Dharma. What can I say? It's so funny. They know okay. I'm your pimp. <laughs> they know. They know. They know. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of flattering, but also I'm like, just go make out with Michaela. 
Why? I'm not enough. <laughs> you are enough. They're not enough. <laughs> they yeah, need to true. prove themselves for some weird reason. Yeah, it's very true. You are more than enough. Thank you. You exceed all ex- all things. But you need Dharma's consent. <laughs> Apparently. Apparently. <laughs> um, okay, so... The whole time she's there, they're teaching her how to live in the boons. So they're teaching her to chop wood, take care of horses because they have horses. They're teaching her to hunt. And there are other people that also live up in the mountain or like dirt bike up in the mountains. So there's friends that come often and like guys that show an interest in Tiernan. But all of the the men, all three mountain men literally will kill anyone who comes close to Tiernan for no reason. Within, like, day one, all the guys in the town are like, who's this new girl? And they're like, I will kill you. (gasps) Okay. They're soups overprotective of Tiernan. Yes. For whatever reason. Well, because they They, want to have sex They want to fuck her. But also, she's family. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the scene before... (laughs) They wanted to fuck her. But also, they're just family. They love her. For she is. Not just her body. Not just. Her underage body. <laughs> hey, two months. Two months. I don't think that matters. <laughs> um, so the first man she has sex with in this book is Jake, her okay. step-uncle. Yes. And okay. their sexual tension, exclamation points, is mostly between her and Jake. But it's also between her and Noah. No, her and Noah are friends first. And then she lets him fuck her. Okay. Caleb doesn't speak. Caleb is mute. Oh. Because he has a dark and twisted past. Oh. Do you want to guess? Like, my brain went somewhere really dark, so I'm just not going to guess it. And you're just going to say something. Okay, great. So when he was a child, he got pushed by a bully into a well. And no one found him for four days. (gasps) Oh. And he screamed so loud that he lost his voice and never wanted to speak again. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's his trauma. So he doesn't speak. And we think that we're traumatized. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm just going to spoil this book. So she has sex with Jake first for a bit. Noah and Caleb find out and they're both angry about it, of course, because they both want her. Yes. Yeah. And then so she has sex with Noah next. And then end game, her end game is Caleb. The whole book leads up mm. for her end game to be Caleb. Because like is she in love with him? Well, they're, they're enemies to lovers because mm. he's like really mean to her for no reason. Okay. And she's like, why are you mean to me? But then he, he it's like the kind of thing where he's mean, but then he comes to her rescue and then he like builds her a closet. Sure. And she's like, why are you mean to me? And he doesn't say anything. And then he'll watch her sleep. Okay. This is really like the foot is over the creepy line, (laughs) but we're just going to ignore it. The line doesn't exist for this book. We're not talking about that today. This is not what this is about. Yeah. This is about her having sex with her step-uncle, Jake. So they just went hunting. But do, do they have group sex or is it just... There is a sex scene with Noah and Caleb. Oh. And her on the couch, they're all watching porn together on the TV. And okay. she starts masturbating. And she looks over and they're masturbating to her masturbating. And then they both start doing things to her. But then it stops short because Jake walks in and is like, how dare you? She is your family. 
<laughs> and then he Classer. calling Kettle Black, babe. Yeah. <laughs> what? Okay. So that's his book. Um, are we reading this the first sex scene with Jake? First penetrative sex scene. Okay. They have a really hot makeout scene, her and Jake in the kitchen, like a couple nights before this, I'm pretty sure. How old is Jake? He is a uh, his sons are her age. Okay. Maybe a little older. So he's like forty. He's for sure at least in his forties. Okay. I think he's in his forties. He's like a hot dad. Okay. <laughs> okay. The boys just took her hunting. Okay. And she just killed a deer for the first time. Okay. Adrenaline. And Noah and Caleb have left on their motorbikes to go back to the house. So Tiernan's catching a ride with Jake in the Jeep. Okay. And it's from Jake's perspective right now. And this is the first sex scene. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's pretty far into the book. It's like halfway. Yeah. Everything up to now is either sexual tension or non-penetrative. Yeah. I guess that there is a lot of plot too, so... I think the masturbating couch scene is before this, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they don't actually penetrate her. No, not with penises. Who just sits around and watches porn with their cousins? Good question. Like, who put the porn on? Also, for her, like, why did she start touching herself? (laughs) I think I just need to read this book because I'm a little bit confused. Yeah, most sometimes it's a stretch, I will admit, because I would never do any of these things. No. Even if I was like, just picture it's not your family and it's like two of your best friends and someone's just like, yeah, let's put porn on. Like, just I casually. I don't know. I've never even watched porn with a sexual partner. So. Oh. Which many people do. I'm yeah. not like, oh, that's gross. And maybe I would, but I've just never done that before. So I'm like, yeah, I don't know. This is a that's a very weird situation. Yeah. I've watched <laughs> porn with friends, but because not because we're like wanting to do sexual stuff. Yeah. But, you know, it's very like casual. Like once one of the friends was like, I've never seen a girl squirting. And so we like showed him what it was like. On yeah. 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 Pornhub, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, like, OK. Yeah. I've done that before. Yeah. When I was like very young in high school. The first time I saw porn, a friend showed it to me. Yeah. And then you always watch it at sleepovers with your friends. Yeah. As like a funny giggle fest. And like we watched demon porn once. We did. It was so outrageous. Scary. But I don't know. Like I would never put on like actual porn. Casually. Yeah. Just like for background noise. Yeah. But maybe that is like the gateway into it. You're like, mm-hmm. uh, it's funny. Watch her squirt. And then you're just like all you're in the turned on and hole. you all just have sex with each other. <laughs> it's a big leap from Why did a to you B. read my diary? It was just there. But I can't really read, so A shot pierces the air, and I blink, coming back to reality. She silently sobs as her head falls and her eyes close, and I grab my binoculars, searching the terrain for the deer. She got it! Noah shouts. Her breathing shakes as she quietly cries, and I know she's done for the day. She won't want to see it. Go get it, I tell them. Take it home, we'll follow. The boys walk past, the snow crunching under their boots, and my body burns with the cold seeping through to my skin. I didn't want to disappoint you, she says, head bowed and staring at the ground. You didn't. She jerks her head towards me, her fierce eyes piercing me. I did it because I didn't want to disappoint you, she explains. Why do I care about pleasing you? I don't want to please you. 
She looks away again, pulling off her hat and looking disgusted with herself. Loose strands of her hair fall in her eyes, and I want to push them away. My voice sounds strangled as I whisper, Everything you do pleases me. Okay, Uncle Dave. (laughs) (laughs) I could blame her all I want. Her beauty, her scent, her laughter, and fight. Her eyes when she smiles and how she makes us a little happier. The way even a garbage bag would look good on her as she walks around my house. But honestly, it's just what I said. Every day I'm losing the will to resist and hating myself for it. And hating her more for being something I can't have. It'll be easier next time, I tell her. There won't be a next time. Not unless you want to eat. She launches up and swings her fist, slamming me in the jaw as she growls. Pain shoots through my face, and the next thing I know, she's pounding on me as she cries. Okay. She has something to say. Feisty. I turn my face away, trying to protect myself as I grab her wrists. Taking them both in my fists, I flip her over and come down on top of her, still feeling her body through the layers of clothes we wear. She wiggles her hands free, struggling underneath me, and blood starts rushing to my groin as she squirms and moves. I hate you, she gasps, hitting me. I hate you. You're a fucking joke. I snarl, trying to catch her flailing fists. You little bitch. Okay. He doesn't say that to her. Okay. (laughs) My parents sent me to you because they hated me. She tries to push me off her. They wanted me to suffer, and you were the worst they could do to me. Maybe, I bite out, cutting her off. Maybe they felt bad about what they took from me, so they gave me you. I grip the back of her scalp and pull her up to my mouth. A payment on their debt. That's what you are, Tiernan. A fucking payment. Oh my god. Okay. Her body shakes as she looks up into my eyes, that same desperate passion I saw in the kitchen that night I first kissed her. She whispers against my mouth, tears still thick in her voice. A payment you'll never collect, because you're too old and bitter to spend it right. My eyes flare, and my dick is rock hard. I crush her mouth with mine, eating her breath and sucking her lips so hard she whimpers. Okay. But she kisses me back. Fuck yeah, she does. I rip open her coat, stick my hand under her sweater, and then under her shirt, filling my hand with her plump tit. She moans, turning her head left and then right, biting and kissing my mouth in a frenzy as she rips open my hunting pants and sticks her hand down my jeans, grabbing my cock. Ah, I groan, thrusting against her palm. Tiernan. She pumps me dipping her tongue into my mouth to taste and feed, and the world is spinning behind my eyelids. I want her in my bed. I want her now. I pressed my forehead to hers, hugging her to me. She's exquisite. And ours. Fuck her father. Our bodies start moving. (laughs) Our bodies start moving as I thrust into her hand and she rolls her hips to meet me, both of us panting and kissing until I'm ready to rip off her goddamn clothes, but it's fucking freezing, and I can't do this here. I don't want to stop long enough to get her home, either. Fuck, man, watch your step, Noah shouts, and I suck in a frigid breath. She continues to trail kisses down my neck, but then she stops, both of us listening to the snow crunching with their steps. Shit. I let go of her breast and pull her shirt and sweater down before taking her hand off my dick. 
Get in the fucking truck, I bite out in a whisper. I stand up, seeing Noah walking behind Caleb, who has the buck slung over his shoulders, and I immediately turn, fastening up my snow pants. Fuck. She should be one of theirs. Why did I stop them the other night? If I had let them go, this wouldn't be happening. No, they're still cousins. She should be none of yours. <laughs> I love how this man is like, yeah, I'll just pass her on to one of my sons. Yeah. Like, she's not a piece of meat, Jake. No. He, does, Jake. he does talk about her like she is a piece of meat. Yeah, like a payment, mm-hmm. revenge. Yeah, he's like, fuck your father. You're mine now. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. know. Tiernan rises, and I take her gun and pick up my own, walking back to the trucks and feeling her follow me. We'll follow, I tell the boys as they unload the deer into the bed of the black Chevy. Get started on that deer. Yep, Noah cheers, cracking open a beer as he strips off his outerwear. I start the other truck, turning on the heater as Tiernan opens the back door across from me and pulls off her coat and hunting pants, tossing them into the bed. I slam my door and round the truck, slipping off my coat and tossing it into the back with one hand and wrapping my other arm around her. I squeeze her, breathing in her hair, as I hide us on the other side of the cab, out of the boys' view. She turns around, sliding her hands under my shirt and up my stomach as I try to pull off her sweater. "'Yo, Tiernan!' Noah shouts. I cock an eyebrow through the open door at the frosted window. He can't see us as I pull her sweater over her head, our bodies rubbing together as she unbuttons her flannel. Ride with us, he calls. We have beer. She pants, staring at my mouth, and I grab her hips, crushing her body to mine. They can take me home, she whispers over my lips. If you want. I groan, my fucking cock stretching painfully inside my pants. Taking her in my arms, I hug her to me again, kissing her deep. No, I mouth over her lips. Stay with me. She looks up at me, desperate, and nods. Working her jeans, I open them up and slide my hand down, stroking her pussy as she whimpers, gripping my shirt. I smile a little. Get going, I shout back to the boys. I'll bring her home. As if the boys don't know that this is happening. They're not stupid. Like Also, when you come home, like, half an hour later. Yeah. Something's up. Yeah. His dick. His dick is up. Her (laughs) vagina. My eyelids flutter at the soft bare skin and the hot little cunt sending heat coursing through my hand, up my arm, and through my body. God, she feels incredible. I trace my lips over her forehead, kissing her as I rub her. Killing the deer isn't the only part of putting food on the table, Noah barks. She needs to learn this. Yeah, Noah's just jealous. He's like, I know what's happening in that truck. 1,000%. And I want to be a part of it. So stop fucking her dad. (laughs) Papa. Pops. (laughs) No, he's fully jealous. Yeah. I growl as she moans. She's pulling her weight today. I yell. (gasps) Go. (laughs) Yeah, she's fucking me, son. (laughs) That's all she needs to learn. She's a woman. Oh, my God. I hear her soft laugh as she trails kisses up my neck. I close my eyes, hearing the other truck take off. Fuck yes. 
I grab the back of her neck and bring her in, covering her mouth with mine as her little pigtails hang on by a prayer. No. No, no, no. I move over her mouth as she hungrily nibbles mine, and I peer over, never taking my lips off hers, as I watch the taillights of the other truck disappear over the darkening hill. The sun has already set. It's going to be dark soon, but I don't care. The truck rounds a bend, and then it's gone. I whip off my flannel, and she pulls off my t-shirt as I dive for her neck and pull down her pants. I just get them over the hump of her ass, pulling her long underwear with them, and look down as I stroke her bare pussy. No panties, I breathe out. Her shirt falls down both arms, and she leans back into my hold, tipping her head back as my mouth grazes down her neck, down to her firm, beautiful breasts, and down her tummy to the V between her thighs. I lick and nibble, tugging on her skin, the warmth and taste sending my head spinning. She holds my head as I kiss her pussy and try to get her fucking tight jeans down her thighs. I'm cold, she gasps. (laughs) I come back up, (laughs) wrapping my arms around her and kissing her. I can't pause long enough to get you inside the damn truck, I chuckle. She sucks my lips, eating me up, but pushes away after a moment and hops into the truck and onto the seat. She leans back on her hands and looks at me giving me a coy little grin as she holds out her foot. I smile and pull off her boot. Then I take the other one and toss them both into the bed. But as she backs up farther into the truck, I grab her ankles and pull her back down, her shirt hanging off one shoulder, and the sight of her tight, hard nipples making my mouth go dry. I grab her jeans and yank them down her legs, tossing them into the front seat, and she throws her shirt up there too. I climb in. Slamming the door, I lean over her as she backs up to the other side, giving me room. I let my eyes fall down her body. The only clothing she has left is thigh-high white socks with a couple blue and white stripes at the top. Thigh-high white socks? She was wearing those under jeans? Well, they're like out in the snow. I guess. So long socks, some long johns, jeans, and then snow pants. I guess. But thigh highs? It It's part of the fantasy, Michaela. I guess. Sure. <laughs> this is quite hot so far. Like, the whole situation of, like, in the back of the truck, in the middle of, like, a forest. There's people right there. Yeah. It's very... This is very hot. Yeah. I also like the fact that he, he's, like, an older guy. For sure. Because, like, I just... I think that older guys are more attractive. So, Absolutely. like, I like that fantasy. You know this man knows what he's doing. He does know what he's doing. And just that it's all like fast and go, go, go. The piggy tails really threw me off. (laughs) I can't. I rarely ever wear my hair in pigtails because I did it like once in high school. (gasps) Oh, no. Yeah, I went. I was babysitting my cousins. And that night the parents came home and he was like, we're too drunk, so I'm just going to call you a taxi. And I was like, okay. So I get into the taxi, and the taxi driver commented on my pigtails. Oh, no. And was so creepy about it. No. And I felt so uncomfortable, and he wouldn't stop talking about my pigtails. It was very creepy, and never, like, outright sexual, but just, like, creepy undertones. What? Yeah, and so I just 
never did my hair in pigtails like ever again. Well, yeah, it was that's just traumatizing. traumatizing. I did it like once a few days ago because I was like, oh, I'm wearing a beret. And I, th- I hope it looks cute. And yeah. it did. Yeah. But like I have never worn Whoa. my hair in pigtails because of that. Wow. Because it's so creepy. I'm so sorry that happened to you. That's awful. Yeah, it wasn't anything like crazy, but it but was it's just still awful. And I don't even think that I really registered that. Yeah. That that was like kind of traumatizing for me until like sure. later on in my life. For sure. But yeah. So pigtails, I was like, no. No, thank you. <laughs> so creepy because no, it thanks. it's a it makes you picture children. One thousand percent. Like I can do space buns because I think of that as like the nineties or yeah. the two thousands. But pigtails? Okay, girl. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You don't know. Thigh highs and pigtails? She's a child. But that's everywhere in porn. That's yeah. like huge. Yeah. Penelope true. Douglas said, what criteria do I have to fulfill yeah. with this genre? It's accurate. She's doing it right. Like, For this sure. is correct. She's leaning into it. Yeah. You know, she's not ashamed of what she's writing about no and like every yeah everything that the girl has done so far is she cried when she shot the deer yeah and then she said i'm cold well she did punch him she punched him she punched him (laughs) which i guess still like young girl anger temper tantrum temper tantrum and hitting him the dynamic is correct yeah she leans back on her hands but bends her knees up crossing her legs at the ankles as her eyes fall, feeling shy. One pigtail drapes over her chest. <laughs> speak of. Speak of the devil. Oh, God. And I take it, running it through my fingers. Please, someone stop me. Please. I take the back of her knee and pull her leg aside, spreading her thighs open for me. Her pussy, pink and tight and beautiful, sits there for the taking. But, Fuck. I drop my head, losing my breath. I'm holding on to my sanity by a thread here, Tiernan. I grit out. Stop me. Please, just stop me. She arches up, leaving taunting little kisses on my neck, across my jaw, and up my chin to my mouth. I meet her eyes, seeing tears in hers. You know why my parents sent me to you? She asks, her voice barely a whisper. Because you're nothing for anyone to fear. I tense as she continues her little kisses. You would never take my inheritance before I was old enough to claim it, she says, sick amusement in her voice as her fingers glide down my stomach. It would never occur to you to force me to live here, or... She kisses my lips as she looks up into my eyes. Or have the balls to stand up to me. A dehas. I bare my teeth, my heart pumping wildly. Excuse me? So don't worry, she breathes out. I'm not afraid of you. You won't take anything you want. You're safe. Weak. My father said so. And then she gives me a condescending smile. Okay. (laughs) I was never worried. All right. She comes in for another peck and I jerk my lips away, glaring at her. He said that, did he? I shoot back, grabbing Hans de Haas. What? <laughs> Grabbing Hans de Haas's little girl and yank her ass down, hearing her whimper as she slides down the seat. No. She knew what she was doing. Yeah, she's this playing girl, with him. She played his fiddle. Yeah, she knows. But... <laughs> I dive down, sinking my mouth into her pink pussy and pressing her thighs wide for me. Ah, she cries out. I was joking. I'm sorry. 
I wrap my arm under one of her thighs and hold her to me as she arches her back and squirms. You're what? I challenge, swirling my tongue in steady, hard circles over her little nub. Sorry, she stammers. I'm sorry, Jake. Oh, God. That's fucking right. I want that piece of shit to hear his little girl scream my name wherever the hell he is. I want him to know how much he loves her Uncle Jake. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. See, like, that that moment was really hot with the whole, like, power struggle. Yeah. He's down on, he's using that as a punishment. Yeah, like, that's hot. But then he goes into his brother being dead and like, yeah, you better fucking watch me fuck your daughter. It's too much. No, it's- and then he has to say, Uncle Jake. <laughs> Like, I don't, like, I don't know. See, that's what I was saying at the beginning, where, like, if the relationship wasn't talked about during the sex scene, you could maybe get away with liking it. But the fact that they just, like, sprinkle Uncle Jake in there, I'm like, takes me out. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's different from last week with the priest. Yeah. Because with him, we were like, he talks about his past and the relationship and how it's wrong and naughty. And you're like, ooh, I'm all about it. Yeah. But now that it's family, it's like, yep. ooh, I don't know if I'm about like it. I don't know. If it I'm really about depends it. on the relationship. Yeah. And maybe the appeal to this is that he's some sort of like a daddy figure. Yeah. Yeah. He's a hot dad. He's a hot dad. Sure. She's been put in his care. Yeah. She's never had anyone love her. Yeah. But then that can also just go back to like, she's just a traumatized child and he is taking advantage of her being traumatized. Yeah. And she's acting this part of like, ooh, I'm I'm confident and I'm powerful and I'm going to talk down to you and hit you and act like I'm a teenager. Yeah. But she's not actually, and that's the adult's job to yeah. step in and not take advantage of that. Yes, for sure. Like, there that's is, really what should be happening here. Absolutely. And there is a fine line between, well, it just, it is illegal in real life to do this stuff. Yeah, it's illegal. It's yeah. illegal. So For a reason. For a reason. But when you look at it through the lens of fantasy writing, turning people on. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's hot. It's taboo. It's like it's naughty. Un- it's no- super naughty. Sure. It's literally illegal. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I understand it. Yeah. And like, yeah, the whole situation, I do feel hot about this. But then he says things like that that are aggressive. Yeah. And I'm like, no. <laughs> like, oh, your little girl's ass. Oh, no. It's just. It's, like, it's, it's crude. It's, it's crude. crude. Yeah. <laughs> I suck her and lick, nibbling and kissing around her pussy and inner thighs and teasing her little hole with the tip of my tongue. She moans when I do that, and I do it again, savoring her taste and tightness. My cock bulges and seeps, and I continue eating her while I undo my hunting pants and jeans. Jesus, just thinking about how tight she is. She digs her nails into her thighs, and I suck on her clit, chewing it gently as her stomach rises and falls faster and faster. Chewing her clit. Get that. <laughs> get your teeth out of there. <laughs> and little nip might be cute, but chewing. Don't chew on that. 
babe. Take your dentures out first. Because <laughs> he's old. He's ancient daddy. Oh, my God. I lift up, rubbing her little nub with my thumb and watching her tits move up and down. I'm so glad you came to live with us, baby, I say. You want me to stop? Her eyes watch my hand work. No, she rushes out in a whisper. Please do it some more. She claws down her thighs. Do what some more? Lick me. Lick your what? I tease, making the little bitch eat her words about me being weak. My pussy, she says, wetting her lips. I like it when you do that. Please do it some more. I don't like that he calls her a little bitch. No. No, thanks. If someone in the bedroom called you a bitch. Instant turn off. Yeah. Call me a slut. Call me a whore. Call me your dirty little girl. But do not call me a bitch. (laughs) Should be on a shirt. (laughs) Yeah. Keep an eye out for our merch site. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Don't call me a bitch. Call me anything else you want, mama. But do not call me a bitch. Yeah. Save that for outside the bedroom when we're having a fight. (laughs) You you would rather that? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. What's your opinion? <laughs> you sound like you're going to disagree with me. No. I have I've never had an opinion in my life. <laughs> I've never <laughs> spoken out about what I thought. She's never spoken. Never. She's mute like Caleb. She fell down a well when she was, <laughs> It was me I pushed her. Yeah, yeah. And now she we're pushed frenemies. Me down a well. Yeah, no. I've had it done before and I was like, yeah, in the heat of the moment it's fine. I guess it also depends on who it's coming from. That's true. Like, if it was from just a one-night stand boy, I'd be like, excuse the fuck out of you. Yes, true. But if it's someone that you have, like, a sexual relationship with and you're like, I understand what this is. And you feel safe with them. Then fine. Yeah, Yeah. I see. Yeah. I understand your opinion. Yeah. She falls back to the seat, closing her eyes and rolling her hips into my hand, hungry for me. Please lick me down there again. God, what those words do to me. We should be in a bed. I fist my cock with one hand, stroking it, while I dip down to keep eating her, because she likes it so much. I swirl and nibble, suck and lick, sinking with her breaths and going faster and harder as her lungs fill again and again. Yes, yes, she pants, opening up wider, one leg through the opening between the front seats and the other up over the back seat. Fuck, I'm coming. Oh, God. She shakes, her short, shallow breaths racking through her body. Oh, God, Jake, you feel so good. She sucks in a breath, and I know her orgasm is cresting, and... I stop. My tongue paused on her clit a moment before I raise my head. Her eyes remain closed, but after a moment, pain is etched across her face, and she blinks her eyes open. She finds me watching her. No, she begs. Don't stop, please. What are you doing? I leave a little kiss on her clit, feeling the pulse inside throb like she just ran a marathon, and I almost feel sorry for her. I rise up, looking down at her. Jake, she says, looking like she's about to cry. But then her hands dip between her legs as she tries to finish herself off, but I take her wrists, pinning them to her sides. Please, she squirms with need. I lean down, leaving little kisses on her stomach. I would never take your inheritance, because your money doesn't interest me. 
I tell her between kisses. It would never occur to me to force you to live here, because I don't have to. You like me. I smirk as I trail kisses up to her tits, licking a nipple. So don't worry, I taunt. I don't want you to be afraid of me. I hated your fucking slimy parents, but they left me a really pretty piece of ass who likes it when I lick her pussy. <sighs> See, Penelope! <laughs> Girl, what are you doing to us? What are you doing? My vagina's confused. It's so confused. So my confused. mind is saying no. Yeah. But my vagina's saying more. Hello. <laughs> I'm wet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't. And I think that's oh. why it like it feels forbidden. Yeah. This is breaking a fourth wall because for for the reader, you know, mm-hmm. because it's like us out here reading this book know that it's forbidden but us that's inside the scene Mm -hmm. is like yes give me more yeah and that's different from the priest that's different from father bell Mm -hmm. because we know that he thinks it's wrong yeah but for us we're like no you belong with her yeah well and it's also not illegal it's also not hashtag incest yeah it's just against the rules yes you know it's like if you were fucking like your best friend's boyfriend it's not illegal but it's against the rules yes this is illegal (laughs) that's the line that is the line this is very well written. Yeah. Yet again. And also believable. Like we said in the last episode, like I believed that orgasm. I believe what's going on here. Yeah. So that's why I'm so in it. Yeah, for sure. Fuck you, Penelope. <laughs> Penelope, you have no right. Yeah. You have absolutely no right. You're, you're. <sighs> I'm just going to continue. Yeah. I cup her between her legs, rubbing my palm over her clit and dipping the tip of my middle finger into her cunt. Her hips shoot off the seat. I push her stomach back down and do it again, swirling some wetness around her. I slide it in a little deeper. She arches up, grabbing my wrist with both hands. No. I kiss her mouth, her soft lips loving me back. I know. You still have your cherry. It's okay. I soothe her, bringing more wetness out and swirling it around her pussy. I'll get you ready. I think that also what just came to mind is that like this man is a grown man. And in Naughty Boy, he was just like a young adult 20s. Like, and maybe that makes this hotter because he's like grown yeah and he knows what he's doing he has life experience yeah with like a 20 something year old i'm like you didn't you no yeah you don't get to talk to her like that for sure they're both wrong but in this i'm like (laughs) yeah at least he knows what he's doing yeah (laughs) i don't know i don't think we should feel shame that we're turned on no i don't really yeah it's just the fact that like I watch so so many documentaries and stuff about young people being groomed. For sure. And well, we're taken surrounded advantage by that of. in so much in everyday life. Yeah. Like it's constantly there. It's constantly in us as yeah. women growing up, you know, like we all know someone or have experienced ourselves who's like, I have a creepy uncle. Yeah. You know, totally. or like be careful who you trust. Mm-hmm. You know, like all these male authority figures in our lives where we've always been taught to be aware, mm-hmm. you know, and protect yourself. So now that it, we're turning around and we're making smut out of it, 
you know, it feels like we should be ashamed for feeling turned on, but I don't know if we should feel ashamed. Yeah. Just Penny, just thoughts. Yeah. I just feel like an internal struggle. For sure. It's yeah. all internal. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like when you watch a comedy act and they make a joke that's like misogynistic or yeah. racist or whatever. And then you you laugh, but then you're like, oh, but that's not really funny. <laughs> like yeah. it makes you, it's a little bit cringy. Yeah. It makes you feel like there's an internal battle. For sure. Which is kind of interesting, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. This is a big conversation. Yeah. Very big conversation. Yeah. If you have any thoughts, shoot us an email at notmothersbookclub at gmail.com. Yeah. Or just comment on our posts on Instagram. Like we would love to have conversations about this. Yeah. This is part of our mission statement. We're here to talk openly about sex. And subject of the week is taboo incest porn. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Because we are clearly confused about how we feel. How how we feel or slash how we should feel. Yeah. So maybe you can help us. Yeah. Smuts unite. Help your mistresses out. <laughs> Keeping the tip of my finger inside her, I dive down again and start working her clit, bringing her back and giving her the orgasm I took away in punishment for her smart mouth. Uncle Jake, she moans. <sighs> Dharma's face to like, get those words out of her mouth (laughs) that was a stretch for me to speak those words yep (laughs) don't stop please don't stop i won't baby i tell her it's yours take it sucking and licking i speed up my mouth as i hear her body get more excited panting harder and harder i dip my finger in and out just the tip over and over again and when she starts coming in for it Planting her hand on the door behind her head to thrust her body to meet my finger, I smile to myself, because she's ready to be filled. She knows it's what she needs. She groans, her tits bobbing back and forth, and my mouth and finger work. I'm dying because her tight little cunt around my finger is lighting my body on fire. She's wet and soft, her folds around my finger giving me a small taste of what my dick will be feeling in just a minute. Her pussy tightens, her breathing stutters, she bites down on her bottom lip as she squeezes her eyes shut and moans. Jake! She cries out, and I feel it, wetter and hotter, she coats my finger, and I'm about to fucking come myself. Fuck. See, that was so hot! Yeah. This book. (laughs) This book. Rising up, I stare down at her as I reach into the center console, pulling out a condom. No, she whimpers, rising up and looking up at me. Bear, please. Oh my god. I want to feel all of it my first time. Girl. Girl. Girl, be smart. Let's be better. That's not the choice. No. Because she's 1000% not on birth control. Absolutely. And you live out in the middle of the boons. No, actually, I think she is on birth control. Oh. I remember it being a big deal to have it, like, mailed to this house. Oh. Okay. Well, sure. My cock twitches, wanting that, too. I don't want anything between us. But I shake my head. I won't be able to pull out of you, I tell her. Not the first time. She kisses my stomach. Do you usually use rubbers? I hold her head to me reveling in her mouth. Always. The last woman I fucked without one was my wife 16 years ago. She eyes me. I've been on the pill a long time. 
Wait, she what says, happened to his wife? I think she died. Oh, okay. Or she left them, but she's not in the picture. Sure. I've been on the pill a long time, she says. Fuck me, bear. She licks my abs and my stomach tightens. A light layer of sweat coats the back of her neck, and I push her back down on the seat, coming down on top of her and covering her mouth with mine. Her hands go to my hips, both of us pushing my jeans and hunting pants down, and as soon as my dick is free, her hand wraps around the long, hard shaft. Everything swells and heats up, my stomach on fire. Fuck, Tiernan, I murmur over her lips. Fuck. She licks my lips as I crown her entrance, and I lift up so I can look down at her as I push inside. Spread your legs, I tell her. She hangs one through the opening between the front seats and presses one into the back seat again, and I grip the door above her head with one hand and her hip with the other, thrusting my hips and pushing my cock inside her. Ah! She cries out, digging her nails into my chest. My arms almost give out. Tiernan, I moan, closing my eyes at the pleasure. It's so hot and tight. Fuck, she's wet. She shakes, her mouth open in surprise or pain, I don't know. I lean down to kiss her. You're doing good. Just hold on to me. Her breathing calms, and I hate that I have to do this, but it's better not to tell her anyway. I slide out, almost all the way, and then thrust, sinking all the way inside her this time, to the hilt. Her back arches off the seat, a pained look crossing her face, and she whimpers, squeezing her eyes shut. I kiss her lips gently. Good girl. Oh, God. It takes a moment for her eyes to open, but as soon as her breathing calms and her body relaxes, she glides her hands up my back and kisses me. That was the hard part. I nibble her lips and settle between her thighs. This is the fun part. I move, thrusting my cock inside of her, sliding in nice and deep how she likes it. Her legs fall open more and more, and I hold myself up, looking down at her body lying open for me and taking me. Her pretty breasts bob back and forth, and I run my free hand up and down her body, squeezing her tit, her neck, and holding her face. Okay. I accept. Yes, this is good. <laughs> God, she moans, when you go deep. I smile and lean back down, pumping her as I suck her neck and ear and then her mouth. You like it? I taunt. She nods, and then she grabs my waist, guiding me into her as she rolls her hips to meet mine. Fuck yes. That's it. Liquid heat courses down my body, and I thrust harder and harder. Yes, she pants, holding on to me as she arches up to kiss my neck. You feel so good. Don't stop. She layers her lips with mine, her breath hot and wet. Don't stop. Don't stop. The nerves under my skin fire, and I feel her heat wrap me up as I push her thighs up higher and drive into her. Tiernan. I kiss her deep licking her sweat, reveling in the heat inside the cab, and tasting my life all those years ago when I would have died happy doing this to someone for the rest of my life. I look down at Tiernan, her body taking everything I'm giving, and I swear I want to swallow her whole. I'd forgotten what this felt like, to actually want to make someone happy. 
She comes up, locks of her hair stuck to her face, and sinks her tongue into my mouth, her body tensing and shuddering as her moan drifts down my throat. Her pussy contracts, and I know I don't have to hold it anymore. She lets out a cry, and I thrust, throwing my head back and driving into her again and again, harder and harder. Heat fills my groin, the blood rushes, and I come, spilling deep inside her with one final thrust. My lungs empty, and I nearly collapse, dropping my head to her shoulder. Holy shit, I murmur, breathing a mile a minute. Her arms circle me, her thighs tightening around my waist, and I run my hand up her leg, up her cute socks and hot thighs, over the curve of her ass, and up her torso. To her pigtails. To her two little pigtails. <laughs> Lifting my head, I stare down at her. Don't talk, she says right away. You'll ruin this. Feel guilty later. I laugh kissing her forehead and her lips before bending down to take her nipple in my mouth. I don't want to leave, I tell her. But if we run out of gas, we'll run out of heat. That's okay. She arches her breast up into my mouth, moaning. I'm already sweating. She drags her nails up my back, and I kiss down her body before leaning back to look down at her. She glistens and glows, beautifully destroyed in the back seat of my truck. Sitting up, she spreads her thighs a little and slips a hand between her legs, trying to look down there like she's trying to see something. I quirk a smile. Expecting something to look different? She smiles to herself, blushing a little. Then she looks up at me, her eyes wide. Can we do it again? My mouth falls open, and I'm fucking hard again. Jesus Christ. Hell yes. Fine. Whatever. The longer we stay in this truck, the longer I can put off facing myself in the mirror. You ever ride a mechanical bull? I ask her. She nods. At a fair once. I sit back and pull her onto my lap so she straddles me. This is just like that. And I kiss her, slipping inside her once again. Oh my god. End of sex scene. <sighs> that was a weird thing for him to say. <laughs> Um, <laughs> okay. I feel like we've already expressed how we feel about this book through yeah. me reading it. Yes. So I think all we need to do now is rate it and then go deal with our inner turmoil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that we should do a countdown, three, two, one, and then say what we rate this book. Okay. Okay. Wait. I need a minute. <laughs> okay. Moment of silence while okay. we assess our feelings. I'm really torn. Okay, three, two, one, seven. seven. Hey! <laughs> that was so perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. That was so perfect. Yeah, I was between a seven or an eight because I'm like, this is so well written. So good. It's very good. Hot sex scene. It is so hot. But it's... It's Uncle Jake. But it's Uncle Jake. <laughs> And I don't like the fact that they're, like, I understand why, but I don't like the fact that they're capitalizing on how young she is. Yeah. Like, it's even his thing at the end, like, have you ever ridden a mechanical bull? She's like, at the fair. It's like, oh, my God, are you 12? Like, it creeps me out. Yeah. I'm like, that's that's too much. Yep. So that's why it's a seven. That's why it's a seven. Seven is still pretty good. Yeah. But I can understand how, like, I, I get why that gets people off. For sure. And written well like that. Yeah. And that situation. Mm -hmm. 
hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm here for it. Yeah, like I I want to read this book. To be honest, we got it here. We own I it. Have it. We own it. <laughs> Every book in this season, I'm like, can I can I read it? Can I read it? Can I can I do it? Let me tell you, I did some research, Michaela. Yeah, my whole purpose in preparing for season two was to pleasure you. Thank you. They're all geared towards me. Yeah. <laughs> They're all like these weird, kinky, taboo <laughs> sex capades. Sex capades. <laughs> sex capades. Yes. Uh, yeah. Barbarians, priests, and uncles. Oh, oh my. Oh my. <laughs> 10 ways to get Michaela to reach orgasm. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I'm going to find more ways. Yeah, you got to find 10. So <laughs> we got three. <laughs> Okay, well, please let us know what you thought about this. We yeah. want to know all your opinions. That's the purpose of this podcast. Yeah. Not just to listen to us orgasm. Yeah. No, we want to know. We want to know what you guys Genuinely. think. So comment on all of our things. Send us emails. We want to chat. We want to do it. Yes. So, we want to yeah. open the conversation. Yes, please. Because a lot of people have read this book. Yeah. This is in Penelope Douglas is mm-hmm. Instagram famous. Oh. She writes so much taboo and dark smut and a lot of them are either with like older men, younger women, Uncle Jake. Mhm. I don't know about the other ones, but Yeah. I wonder about her past. Like I wonder if she mm. has experienced this or maybe she this is her way of like working through her own trauma. Like I wonder. Yeah, or maybe she deeply fantasizes about this yeah or just wants to explore taboo subjects totally okay well thanks for tuning in this week yeah if you want to chat follow us on instagram at not mother's book club you can send us an email notmothersbookclub at gmail.com if you want to send us your own home written erotica or just tell us your thoughts on incest um <laughs> You can become a Patreon for $9 a month. You get an extra episode. You get access to Let's Have a Quickie, voting privileges on one of the books that we read per month. And you get a little home written note from your mistresses. We also have a YouTube channel. If you want to go check that out, look us up. Not your mother's book club, an apostrophe, and book club is two words. So <laughs> Michaela has this down. You sound like you are reading this at gunpoint. Yeah, I pack- I practice in the mirror. Perfect. Every night before bed. <laughs> no, once I like know a spiel, I can do it forever and ever and backwards and upside Amen. down and fucking my uncle. So I get fucking <laughs> Jake's your uncle. Jake's your uncle. <laughs> Bob's your uncle. Oh my god, that's the name of this episode. Bob's, Bob's your, your uncle. uncle. <laughs> oh, no. oh no. Okay, okay. well. <laughs> see you next see you next time, friends, and have a fabulous May. Yes, love you all. And next time it'll be moms. Bye. <laughs>